Welcome. You're listening to The Capable Podcast, where you will hear stories of what it's like working or living with students or adults with disabilities. Today, I have one of my favorite paraprofessionals, Julie. I got the pleasure to work with her, and we were great as a team. We worked hard and always kept things fun. Julie has worked as a paraprofessional for 18 years with a variety of different students and settings. Julie, thank you for coming on today to share some of your stories you have had over the years. What are some stories that you can think back on and just laugh about? Thank you, Haley, for having me. It's so nice to get to speak with you again. Um, You know, when you work in special education, you have students who have so many different types of disabilities. Mm -hmm. And early on in my career, I remember one little girl in particular who um, was something else. She was what the kids would call extra. And she lived in a fantasy land of Cinderella. She was a princess. Um, she even sometimes wore her crowns to work or to to school. Um, but she was this little teeny pixie girl, we called her. And she would get upset and she was extremely bright and had a very big vocabulary, but she would get upset and she'd run out of the room and you would have to go after her. And she would start doing pirouettes down the hall. And I remember one day, you know, yelling at her, you need to come back and follow directions. This isn't how we act. And she turns around and puts her hands on her hips and says, I am the princess and you're supposed to follow my directions. And I said, well, not today. You have to follow mine. And she puts her hands back on her hips and she says, well, you know what? You're the witch and I'm going to send for those monkeys to come and get you and take you away. And I started laughing and I said, well, wait a minute. I thought we were in Cinderella. Why are you bringing in the Wizard of Oz? And she went and her face just froze. And she said, oh, okay, I guess we can go now. She was just in this little fantasy land, but that was, I know it, it was really funny. Oh my gosh. She was like, you caught me off guard. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, One time when I was in life skills, that was probably my funnest year. It was the hardest and the funnest, but I had one boy that was probably about six, two or four. He looked like a lumberjack and he was the sweetest student ever. But he had real sensory issues. And for whatever reason, he would come in every morning and put his head in my hair. And he would say, your hair smells so good, Miss Julie. And I would be so taken off guard, I didn't know what to do. And so I would kindly say, you know, you can't do this to people. You know, this isn't the right kind of behavior that we do to people that you know or don't know you have to ask permission and you know those kinds of things so as the morning went on we were sitting in our small groups and all of a sudden I feel a presence on my side and I turn around and there is my little friend and he has a pair of scissors with him and he is asking my permission to cut some of my hair so he can take it home to smell (laughs) I didn't let him cut my hair. <laughs> Can I keep a little piece of this for a little later? It just proves to you they're so sensory. Yeah, they get stuck on things and they it perpetuates in their little heads and they can't they can't get rid of it. 
<laughs> oh um, my gosh. I thought of another one too. We were, I can remember when um, I was with one of the, uh, a couple of it, more of the adult kids in like transitions. Mm-hmm. They were all in a group. And one of them was talking about how the, they had a medical issue and they were saying all these symptoms. And one of their other little friends said, their friend said, well, I, maybe you have that Lyme disease. And I turned and I said, well, that's a tick disease. Unless she got bit by a tick, I doubt she has Lyme disease. And the girl turns as serious as can be and says, well, you know what? I love limes. I eat, I eat a lot of them, but I, I don't know if they could give me the disease or not. <laughs> you just can't help but laugh because they are so literal so literal <laughs> like you know that lines disease yeah I do eat a lot of them <laughs> I could have it you just don't even know what to do because it's so funny you know um I think the other thing is probably my last one would be uh when I was doing small groups in math and we were trying to um teach these kids they have very short memory spans some of them mm-hmm. and they really, it's hard for them to remember things. And we were learning basic terms like horizontal, vertical, diagonal, those kinds of things. Yeah. So I had to make up, get creative and make up ways for them to remember them. So horizontal was, I would lift my arms up and go up and down, like, and say you're an airport controller and you do your arms up and down and we'd all do it. If it's diagonal, you do uh, karate chops, you know, diagonally, hi-ya. Um, and we did these for several of them. So later in the year, when their teacher was doing their extended tests, and that's for kids who most educators know is for those that really need um, like a different type of um, administering of their test, state tests. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, this teacher finally came to me later and said, I don't know what to do, what's going on. Have you had this happening? These kids, I'll ask them a question like, what's vertical and they start moving their arms up and down and going beep 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 Roddy chopped me and I started laughing and I said that's because I had to figure out a way for them to learn these terms she goes well they they looked at me like I have the right answer why aren't you telling me good job you know she said they're just doing all these (laughs) movements you're like as the teacher okay what's the word to that you remember the word for that motion (laughs) hey they should have got credit though i'm just saying they should have got credit for that but you know sometimes you just have to get creative because they learn so differently and they process information so different yeah but patient teachers definitely you you all deserve like the medal of honor <laughs> because it's the most important job and it's it's a hard job yeah anyone that works in the special education field is it's a very hard job and they deserve like a huge medal for anything Absolutely. that they do <laughs> well i love it so thank you so much julie for coming on today to share those amazing stories and stay tuned for more stories to come on the capable podcast Bye.